back, y'all. This is volume one, show four. We finally got it right. The name. I, uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm never going to get it right. It's going to take me the whole year to figure it out. We'll but be back. Hopefully our, our technical difficulties have been adjusted and corrected. Thank you to George. We, we thank you for Our your... stranger that we met, you know, just randomly. Just randomly at the electronics store. And <laughs> he's helping us out today because we got to get our lives together. We were tired of hearing that weird robotic sound. It sounded really bad. But I appreciate all of our listeners uh, bearing with us. And y'all could have told us that there was some distortion, but, you know, we're going to let it slide. Just a tad bit. I mean, we knew. This is our first right. podcast uh Run. I'm gonna say run. I'm not gonna say show, but run. Well, we get our apps together. We got a soundboard. We got some good technology happening. So we stepping our game up. So we're making it. Maybe further than some other people. We gonna call him George the Stranger. (laughs) (laughs) George, I'm like George. Did you did you hear that? George the Stranger. The Lord will not let us suffer in vain, like we said last show. You're right. (laughs) So how was your week last week, though? Um, I oh I went to Richmond and took the kids to the Children's Museum and the devil <laughs> tried it. The devil, we were supposed to go to the one on Broad Street and we were literally on our way to Richmond and I got a call and they were like, oh, you know, it's closed because of some twilight event. Wait, the park? <laughs> it was like some, the Children's Museum on Broad Street in Richmond. The main one is like next to oh yeah 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 um Chanellos or whatever, but <laughs> apparently it was closed on Saturday for some twilight event that was starting at seven. So midway down to Richmond, we had to redefine our lives. We were like, oh, you gonna try it today? We are not turning back around. So where did y'all end up going? To the Children's Museum in Chesterfield. <laughs> it had like a STEM setup and it had rock climbing, a sensory station, arts. The kids had a blast. It was fun. And then, of course, you don't go to Richmond without going to Croker Spot and Jamaica House. And we went to both. So Sounds like a lot of fun. It was. And the kids were actually pretty decent. They well, did that's it, good. You know, they were a little fussy, but the ride was great. That Down there, the ride was great back. They had a great time. My kids were obsessed with the rock climbing, so I think I'm going to start taking them doing rock climbing. Indoors. Did you get on in? Bitch, no. I'm just it saying. It was kid you know, size. You could have climbed up on there. Can you imagine me adulting going up this thing? I mean, it would have been a sight to see all that no. dog moving up and down the rock no. wall. And my son kept on getting confused because there was another kid there named Jackson. He's like, is it me? I was like, no, you're not the only one in the world with this name. And he was like, but they're calling. No, <laughs> no. But that's all I did. I really didn't do much, but. So what's going off with Glamorous Vixen? Well... Um, trying to get some product together, the Vixen Glow product, and I'm trying to find some bottles, which is the hardest thing in the world. But I do know what I want to create as a product is just trying to make sure that it's presentable in a nice way. I understand. So because we have any listeners that, 
you know, can be our plug for the bottles. Plug, please. Holler at us. Please send us an email, chocolateandheels18 at gmail.com. <laughs> just, just in case, send us a DM on Instagram, tweet us, Facebook us, send a bird pigeon, as long as it comes to you us. You said a bird pigeon? Uh, whichever. You never know what somebody is. They may be able to put a sign up. I don't know. I'm not going to judge. Just find a way to get us the info and hopefully it will get together. How was your week other than still having me walk around like a bald-headed alopecia hoe out here with no lashes on? Well, you know, my week was great. No, <laughs> because you got a full eyes of lashes and my, I'm walking my around. Was great. I mean, you know, my hair is not done, but you know, my, my lashes are. That sounds like it was a shade, but I'm going to act like I didn't hear it. You know, well, my week was great. Business is going well. You almost sold out of that lash, the lash wash? I have one aftercare lash kit available. Mm-hmm. Anybody that want it, holler at me. Send us a bird pigeon message. DM us. Email us. <laughs> email Courtney at lashovllc at gmail.com. What else you got? I almost did the Cardi B, but I ain't trying to get you. Uh, <laughs> it is officially <laughs> trademarked, so if you say it, I'm sending the bill to you. So, in a nutshell. <laughs> But you, will you have any other training classes or anything coming up? No, not right now. Well, I have a conference coming up in Memphis at the end of April, so I'll be doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about that. We'll that sounds see. fun. I mean, I have a lot of new things coming mm-hmm. for Lash Over. That's good. I'm super excited about that. But I don't want to jinx myself. I don't want to really go it's too. You move in silence. That's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they, I mean. That's what but I, I got to tell that's you that I'm kids. moving. Right. So technically, I'm not moving in silence. You're not, well, I mean, they don't know what you're moving towards. So, like, you know, people always have this. People always say, um, what would they say? Like, don't um, don't tell people how you're moving. Right. But yet they post. You tell them that I'm moving. How moving. <laughs> like what but that's just how they are that's how they are i might go to the um essence beauty carnival um thing at the end of april actually not my i'm going because where is that it's in new york oh that's the one you i had to pick a struggle i had to either choose the essence one or the makeup show so i went with the black one because it ended up having everything that i wanted and I'll go to the makeup show another year. But they have the makeup show all over. I could go to the one in Chicago, L.A., whatever. But this is the first Essence Beauty Carnival. So it's like more. Is it the same weekend? No, but it's literally the weekend after. So I had to pick a show. Also, oh, we in there. Both of them? The same weekend as what? The makeup show? No, you said the Essence one. The Essence one is the end of April. Okay, and then the makeup yeah. show is the following weekend, the first weekend of May. Okay, you chose your your struggle, which mm-hmm. was Essence. Yes. So we are in there. Well, yeah, we, we're going to be up in there. <laughs> so I'm ready. I'm ready to, I'm excited to meet like the different, um, like the Nessa Myricks. I'm like so upset. I literally stalk her on Instagram. I feel like you say her name. Because her products so are so lit. And for her to be a black makeup artist and has such a great array of products that you can use on everyone, winning. So whatever. It should be fun though. It's gonna have a bunch. I think I'm gonna get the VIP ticket though. Oh, you trying to go VIP? Well, cause I want to actually be in the essence of all these people that I'm paying to go for <laughs> and rub shoulders with them. Hey, maybe get a selfie. I don't know. So just get us some free products. You heard me. And a free, you get a goodie bag. Us. Us. You see. <laughs> And she gonna be the one outside the the ribbon. Like, Looking at you like, bitch, you gonna get me in? Or right. Nah. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, you wasn't shooting me in the gym. Right there. You was right there. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Kick 
Okay. Uh, so okay. What, are we, what are we sipping on today? Our bartender, <clears throat> I'm not going to say any names, but I, I decided to let her off the hook today. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate you. Yeah. You know? So we got some Stella Rosa peach tonight. If y'all, if y'all have not had Stella Rosa, I feel like you're going to be missing out. Like every flavor they have released, you can literally drink the whole bottle and not even think twice about it. And be lit. Lit. How do you like the peach? Because I know you've had the Stella Rosa black. And the original. And the, the peach original. is okay. I like the peach. It's a little sweet. A little <sighs> Moscato-y. But it's cool. I'm sorry when I drink in Merlot and Chardonnay dry. I don't drink Ash it. Ash your own. <laughs> I thought that's maybe something that you would drink. So Try as we sip on our Stella Rosa peach, we think about the Varsity Blues scandal that hit the airwaves last week. Do you know about the scandal, Courtney? Did you did it hit your airwaves? Courtney always says that I have all the tea all the time. You and do. she'd be like, well, I follow the same pages you follow. I work in a dungeon. What? I have no access to, to the outside well, well, you world. you do work in a dungeon, you right. But Until I come up for air. Well, it could be because I'm always watching the news because it was like breaking you news. You're always on your happened. phone. You're always on social media, on TMZ. I am. I, am. I don't know what's media. happening in my world, man. <laughs> One day I may have to get a bunker and get my family in there and I well, wouldn't be prepared. Well, just make sure I get in the bunker too. Okay? See? So if I'm not up to par with Send my news. Send me a smoke signal. But they had all these celebrities. They haven't released that many of them yet. The names, they've only done the two, which is Felicity Hoffman. And look, I can never pronounce this lady's name. I just know her name is Lori. And she plays Aunt Becky on Full House. How do you Bitch, I don't know. Her last name, I don't even think anyone can really say it. Everyone just calls her Aunt Becky from Full House. Well, I mean, if they can afford to get into college. Well, they, they paid. Okay, so it's a little bit more than just they can afford for their kids to go to college. They paid someone to either have a different person take their kids' SATs. Some people had their kids. Like, I wish somebody would have taken my SATs. <laughs> I wouldn't tell a soul. You know it was mean? so bad with the SATs that the mom, one of the moms, one of the parents, no one knows who it is yet. They didn't want their child to know. They paid someone else to take the SATs. They got the person to give them a mock one and have them take it at a hotel, like take it at the house to make it seem like they're the one that took it. But really, she already done had somebody else take it and they've already sent it in and they already got the results back. But to just make her kid feel like she, they took the test. I'm like, is that serious? I would care. If my, I, if my goal was to get into Harvard and I got in, I don't care how I got in. Well, yeah. I'm accepted. Well, until now. Doesn't matter to me. And then, like, <laughs> one kid, one of the parents had their kid, they try to say, like, they were this track star. They had their kid's face photoshopped on a track star person <gasps> as they, like, did this one of the, I don't know what it's like, the hurdle, whatever the jump thing is that they do. <laughs> and the kid was, like, the person was flying in the air. They photoshopped their kid's face onto that picture. So how did all this even come out, like... So the irony, apparently it was like by chance. It was not even intentional. They were, the FBI apparently was investigating something else. Oh, and, and the they person they that. were interviewing dropped that gem and they decided to follow it. And that's when all this shit hit the fan. 
all of it. Well, I'm sure they're not the only ones. I mean, it happens with people who got money can, that can do that kind of thing. But the, like, the Aunt Becky's daughter, that bitch didn't <laughs> Why want to... Because Aunt I don't Becky's know her name, man. I just know her first name, Lori. I don't know the rest of her life. And I can't even pronounce her husband's name. I call him Mr. Target, okay? Her husband... Whatever. Her husband, if you go to Target and you buy a shirt, that man that's named sauce with the M on the back, he pretty much has everything in Target in the clothing department. That's Lori, Aunt Becky's husband. Okay, and their kid has a YouTube channel. So mind you, because I'm on YouTube regularly, oh I had to go find her channel. You found it? But yes, I did. I had to do my research. <laughs> Shit. I mean, I get paid to be a reporter, but research I need and to development. Do, we are research. Right. Via YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. This girl <laughs> better than Google. Nowadays. Better than Google. But she had she had a whole like she has a big YouTube following, and one of her videos is like when she first got into USC. And she was like, oh, I'm so excited and I can't wait. And I mean, I'm, I really, I, mean, I might go to class, but I'm really excited to go to the parties and stuff. She's like, you know, I don't care about school. I said, bitch, She said you? that? Yes. I mean. She literally, I said, your parents have to have known you didn't give a damn about school. Why are they forcing you? She literally just wants to be a, an influencer. Well, we can't say that it's just white people that do that because clearly Dr. Dre did it. Well, yeah, that's still a controversy because he put his picture down he had posted a picture that his daughter got herself like she made it into usc out of her but he had an influence because he donated money 70 million dollars worth right so, so they're like yeah let's let's bring his daughter on because we want to continue to get this money <laughs> okay this money they were like cardi didn't trademark that she didn't she didn't so but she probably will she probably well, will say money until it's trademark you're gonna make her get a trademark for that too but I mean, he—that's a lot of money to donate. That somebody does not know you're like. That's like working in an admissions department and you see the name. You're like, mm, that name looks familiar. Oh, yep, it's Dr. Dre's daughter. Let's just go ahead and just add her to the admitted college. I mean, if I worked in admissions and I saw your daughter's name come through there on my desk, I'm like, she in this joint. But you know what? You ain't got the baby. You know what they were talking about? <laughs> they were saying, how does that differ from when parents? transfer their kids to other schools that are better. Like if you lit, my school's district sucks and you can just transfer your kid to another school that's better. So he was like, grow, somebody was like growing up and your kids, you know, your parents wanted you to get a better education and it may not be in your neighborhood. How is that different from your parents using a relative's address or something just so that you can go to the better school up the street around the corner, but it's not in your district. But it's not really bribing though. It's not. It's not. And, I, mean, I mean, I guess it's kind of the same, but not really. But it's people, I mean, different. somebody spent $1.2 million to get their kid into school. Is your kid that, like, but my question is, are you not. What are they going to do with that degree once they get it? But not but just you that. You all that money but not to get just them that. in you don't fraudulently. Think your kid, right. You don't think your kid's smart enough to get in on their own? Probably you, not. But there's a kid, there was a girl that got into Georgetown. And she found out that she was one of them, and I don't know what they're doing about it. And she's got a big time government job, and she was one of the people that was into that the came scandal. out on this thing. Mm-hmm. She goes to Georgetown, what? so I don't know what she's she, about to do because she, she got, got a top government. government. She got a top government job, and she was one of the people that was bought off by this man Singer. He had a nice little thing going. I ain't gonna lie. Okay, so let's talk about R. Kelly real quick, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, it's the story kind of, that I never dies. I know it's kind of like a kind of a change in conversation, but those girls like were young. Mm-hmm. Did he send them girls to college? Bitch, no. 
know. <laughs> I'm just saying. He, you know what he did for them? He took them to Macy's. He peed on because them. one of the he peed on them. <laughs> but he took them to Macy's and because one of them worked at Macy's to get their discount and went shopping. That's what he did for them. He did not. Um, no, I don't think they went to college. They couldn't afford to go to college because then they would probably talk or they would start making friends and questions would be asked. True, so they couldn't afford they, to yeah. really. He couldn't afford for them to go to college. Not because financially he couldn't, but because of the situation, he can afford for anyone else to be friends. I feel like they didn't really demand a whole lot either. Because I'm like, if you're going to have me as your sex slave, pretty much, can I at least go to school? No. Can no. you at least do you something? You get educated? Yeah. No. no. You ask for too much. I got you clothes from Macy's and shit. Fuck I take you. You got front row seats to my concert. You got your own room that you're locked in. That's all. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough. You can talk to your family once a week, you know, that once is, every three months, you know, but it came. So I know we all watched that cringeworthy interview that he did with Gail King. Everything about the interview said he was guilty when he stands up and starts yelling <laughs> like guys understand that when you start doing that, that's like an automatic red flag. You're lying. You trying to cover up how Man, guilty listen. you are. <laughs> Gail King gets the MVP award simply because she held her composure. I said, girl, you are like the Holy Spirit touched you on that day because I would have been like, you got one more time to look <laughs> up. You got one more time to stand up and try to point your finger at me. One. He's like, he love all women. <laughs> all say, women. That's all you got to say. <laughs> I was listening to that interview and I was like, who told him who okayed this? Like midway in the interview, why didn't somebody shut it down? Because all it did was not help the situation. It didn't. And I don't know how he's going to get out of this one because he apparently doesn't know what the video, what's on the videotape. So Well, if, he's not in jail. He has somebody paying his... That bill. lady that owns daycare. That owns what daycare? So he got out of jail because there was a lady, her mom owns a daycare and she works with, at the daycare with her mom. She took money from her mom's business to bail his ass out. <laughs> and the mom has lost all the kids because it came out who it was. Oh, no. Girl... Her mom, I'm like, I think her whole family disowned her. I said, what, what was the purpose? But what, they were saying something about, like, he has no no money in his name, like, no accounts, no nothing. But he's smart. I mean, that was extremely smart. Nothing comes back to him. That's nothing. extremely smart. Like, no paper trail. I mean, I'm sure when it's all said that, that, he's going to give the lady her, her money back. Because he has money. He ain't he's got not broke. None. He's not broke. Nothing. He has no bank account. He's got a credit card. That's a in he ain't even if he has he has money he don't know what what's in it because he don't well, he know what his he knows how to read now but because he, he can't read it right <laughs> but i'm just saying like and even the girls what was the little girl name um well she's not a, a child anymore but you know she's the main bitch joycelyn not Joyce. the one that was so vocal in the, during the interview not the vocal she, one. she she's not the main one the other girl but I, the one that was so vocal that is a sign of guilt also oh yeah yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like all lies, all lies have some truth in it. So I do believe that maybe her parents might have had something to do with this. I, I just feel like we're just going to all sit back and watch this shit unfold because where there's smoke, there's fire. And yeah. they're about to burn the building down. Whether it's going to be the parents. And like, there's this YouTuber that I watch and she be, she dissects this whole R. Kelly controversy and she has all the receipts. And I faithfully be looking at her, her my timeline newspaper like, oh, she posted it. I can't wait. But he was still manipulating those girls during the interview. Like Gail said that he was in the background. Mm -hmm. Like 
you know, trying he to clear his throat real loud to but let them know afford, that he was there. He can't afford for them to slip up and say the wrong thing. They had to show up to the interview they so they they can be like, "We alive, we you know." And it could be nice because one of the girls was on the on the TV show. She was surviving our kids. Both she of them were. So they couldn't deny being with him. Both of them were. But now they are of age, so they can admit it, technically. But as we talk about shady ass, no good men, can we talk about Wendy Williams and her husband right now? <laughs> Lord forgive me. <laughs> so oh she God. keeps. But it's just frustrating. And I feel, I honestly, all jokes aside, I really feel bad for her because she has this big platform. And she has to like feed us all this BS. And I don't know why she thinks we're, we're, we're like taking it in because his, her husband just had a baby. I think that she should just talk about it. She because should. It, and I, I feel like it will actually continue to raise her ratings because she, if it was somebody else's life, she'd be talking about it. But I don't why think not, she can talk about it though. Why not talk about her life? She can't talk about it. Because it shows transparency, versatility. Yeah, but her husband is part owner of the show. I mean, is he saying no? Don't do it. He probably he is. probably is. But everybody knows. <laughs> what do you everybody mean? know your your husband and his girlfriend live a couple houses down from you, two doors down. You know she just had a baby. But y'all burn that shit down. She just had a baby. I will burn that down. <laughs> they said apparently, like, what are we on today? Is Thursday. Last week, Wednesday, the side, whatever she is, I don't know what she is at this point, she had a baby, baby mother now. right? Baby mother. Baby mother. Had a baby girl, right? And... And she had a girl. And she had a girl. Because Wendy has a son. Right. And, well, the baby was in the hospital, allegedly, because they had, they found traces of marijuana in the baby system. I can't judge, whatever. That's their life, whatever. <laughs> but it came out Monday... That she was found, Wendy was found like drunk. No one could get a hold of her, and they didn't even know if the show was gonna happen on Tuesday. They said she left the sober house, because remember she revealed she was in the sober house. So now she's sober. I thought she had like thyroid issues or something yeah. like that. Now she but apparently she discharged herself from the sober house and was found drunk after she found out that the girl well, she had a baby. She's supposed to drink no alcohol on her thyroid medicine. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I mean She know better than that. For she already Wendy, frail. For Wendy Williams to have the show she has, (laughs) she needs to go ahead and just let it all out. Because she should. She's going to pass out on the show in front of us. She's going to be so stressed. And apparently she doesn't wear her ring anymore. But it's not going to get any better. Because if she's going to start spilling all over and she's not going to be able to keep it contained in that cup that she sips on every day in that purple chair. I still think she should talk about it. Even if he's saying no, I think she should do it. But I don't think she can afford to talk about it because he owns part of the half of the show and I feel like he she produces can get another show. the show. I feel like she can get another one. I think so too. I think she, so I should, think just she should just say, keep it pushing. F it. Yeah. This is what's going on in my life. I don't think she's going to do it though. I don't think she's going to do it because it's going to be too embarrassing for her because she's always clowning everyone and their mama and all their infidelities right. and indiscretions. And now it's like yeah. the spotlight is on me. Like, bitch, you ain't perfect. Look at but what your husband do out here it. doing. But I feel like it'll take so much pressure off. It like, would. Just like when, people, when the celebrities have kids, like everybody's like dying to see what the baby look like. If you just show the baby face one Carrie, time, no, nobody's no, laughing about the baby. Care. But you know what? Speaking of celebrities, have you ever seen Carrie Washington's kid? Nope, because they keep that baby. She had a baby? Two. Apparently, <laughs> check. We don't even know what the first one looked like. Who the baby daddy? Some football player, some Nigerian football oh, player. Oh, I say Ibaka. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> that was Carrie. Oh, wrong Carson. one. Wrong <laughs> Carrie. We talk 
about Carrie Washington and here you go talking about Carrie Hilson. I'm like, Ibaka. Serge Ibaka. No, they're not even together anymore. But I mean, it's just. I, she has I just, an album coming out too, I think. She does, 2019, but are we all really waiting for her? I am. I liked her. I like Carrie Hilson. So don't throw But I think she should also keep her modeling career in her back pocket just to be on the safe side. But she was a writer. She wrote a lot of songs. I know, but after she made that comment about Beyonce, the Beehive has not let her live. Because, you know, they don't know how to let things go. They still attacking Kid Rock five years later in his dang on um, comment section with the bees. (laughs) Like, literally five years later. So, but... I feel like uh, there's just so much going on. And remember, oh, Lord, give us the strength, Josie. Remember how we talked about Jesse? Jesse. <laughs> oh, that Jesse ass. So his stuff was dropped. 16 counts were dropped. I don't, I don't know how I feel. I don't know if I'm, ex- I'm happy that it would drop because I guess there's still, the verdict is still out technically. I think he should have kept his mouth shut after they dropped everything and not spoke after that court hearing because... To me, it was like he was trying to rub it in their face. And he's like, I've been honest all this time. But what's my, my work in his favor? The two Nigerian brothers that apparently helped him stage this, his, their lawyers quit. Because the they Nigerian said, lawyers quit? Yeah. Because well, they, Jesse's lawyer quit too. Well, they just say just out here walking around with no dang on lawyer. So it ain't shit about to happen. Girl, I saw a meme today. <laughs> I saw a meme today. It was you was you remember seeing the Dave Chappelle meme when he had his the Dave Chappelle show and mm-hmm. he, the crackhead with the white lips. Mm-hmm. It was the crackhead the with the white lips, but it was all Kelly face. <laughs> and it was like y'all pass out any more of them drop charges. <laughs> Any more to drop charges because I can use right. a couple myself. Can you just give me just one, one charge <laughs> off my list? No, no, you're gonna go and you're gonna get the whole jail thrown under it, underneath the jail cell. Oh my god, I, I saw it at work when the few minutes that I had served from the dungeon. Right, girl, I bust out laughing. But I mean, I I just I just feel like I don't know if Empire's gonna bring him back into the last two episodes because they had removed him. But from I'm glad the last like Queen Latifah and Terrence Howard, none of them like. For the most him. part, for they the really most, did support him the whole time. But I, 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 you know, and even though we would probably never know what really happened that night, I do like that people weren't quick to the age that we live in. Social media just judges you in five seconds. Well, technically, we did too. We were like, "Why would you do that?" At first, we were with him because we were all about who knows how to tie a noose. And right. then it was like... <laughs> we ain't Boy Scouts. Right. I was like, you got to go and Google how to tie a noose right now. You and know? Or YouTube it. Or YouTube it. Right. Like, you have to... You're intentionally going to find out how to do this kind of thing. And right. then we went to... Come on now, Jesse. Jesse. Like, oh, how are you going to lie? Yes. And now we're like, oh, all the charges are dropped. So well, I mean, like, I just think it was just We rolled weird. the wave just like everybody else. Yeah, but I think we never really came to a, a definitive either right or wrong we were just always kind of looking at the information as it was brought in we never actually said he ain't do it or he did do it but I just thought it came out of nowhere when yesterday it was breaking news and they were like oh all charges dropped like how I was like somebody got paid who got paid <laughs> and the, the mayor of Chicago or governor Ronnie Mayor or whatever he is like livid they said they're gonna send him a, a, a itinerary detailed bill from the Chicago PD. <laughs> pay it. <laughs> All pay the man it. hours that we use, I need you to pay it. So, I mean, he's just, I, I don't know. I just feel like, 
I don't know how to feel. It's just like just mixed emotions, and I'm just like I don't yeah. know if I have to believe him because he's like a really good actor, especially on Empire. So it's like when he made that speech after the charges were dismissed, I sh- you should have just gone home. I mean, he looks good doing it, I guess. You he know. do. He was he was shocked. Oh, he was very shocked. He, he was shocked. Girl, and that coat, <laughs> shit. He was like, on today, y'all have been dropped. <laughs> charges dropped. I've been all Kelly like I need his lawyer. <laughs> So I, I don't, no. I don't, I just don't know. I don't know how to feel. And now they're asking for the FBI to investigate it. Like Trump is asking for the, but I'm like, look at the pot. Like, why is Trump Black. so involved? But you know, because he ain't got nothing that else. Conversation. But I, I can't, I don't have to. I'll, he I'll ain't got, you go ahead he and. has nothing else. It's like, we got all this shit happening in the world. And you were This about is Justin. what you're worried about, Justin. <laughs> of all the chaos happening around <laughs> us, 50 people get murdered in yet? New Zealand, silence. Justice Smollett got 16 charges dropped. Oh, he the FBI needs to go ahead and we got to investigate this. Oh, like why? Like, that sounds concerned. very familiar. Charges dropped because there is not enough evidence. But now you want the F- all of a sudden now you trust the FBI. Right. Two years ago, for two years straight, they're crooked. They ain't got this. They can't do this. But today or today you want to tweet and say, you know what? I'm going to trust the FBI. I need y'all to investigate Joseph. Tell us how you really feel. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just call it like the pot calling the kettle black. I'm like, you know, don't throw stones in gla- when you live in glass houses. Is that what they say? Is that what the saying is? That's what they say. Okay. That's how I feel about <laughs> it. And he throwing all the stone knowing damn well he living in a glass house. But, you know, that's just neither here or there. But I just hope that we get done with Justin. I'm, I'm over it. I mean, at the end of the day, we're always rooting for everybody black. All the time. Okay. Even though some of us mess up, we, we, we root for Kanye. Oh, let me tell you something. We are, <laughs> we're with Kanye all the time. Let me tell you something because you know that's my that, that's got a special place in my heart. Okay, and we're gonna talk about Kanye probably every episode until he does no longer do the Kanye Sunday services. And I, I love them. I live. For I the swear Sunday he got services. Kirk Franklin's choir in the background. Y'all can't tell me that ain't, that ain't Kirk Franklin choir back there. That choir <laughs> gives my whole life. Every like that's Kirk Franklin in the family back there singing. Okay, I look forward to going down my timeline on Sundays to look at the hashtag or the page because I follow the page now. There's an actual page. Look at it, Kanye Sunday service. I mean, Kanye, if you ever listen to Chocolate and Conversations and you hear, we love you. Please go call up Kirk Franklin (laughs) and get his choir on board with you. Okay, you can get Kirk out there to talk through the song like he do. Oh. And it'll be lit. Let me tell you, I just love how they mix his music with the gospel. It just goes. It does. It just touch like and look. So I but it's low key cultish though. It, they was all black. <laughs> I was like, this is like a little cult. It oh, is. I like the music. It is. People are like, but you about to lure me in, <laughs> and I feel like I'm about to be stuck. <laughs> like, I'm gonna tell you, watch for a few months from now. You're gonna be like, you're gonna hear about Kanye and his cult. I said, don't, don't, don't try to put negativity on. I what mean, this I'm man just saying, right it just looks it cult. Just a and DMX was there. How you gonna bring him DMX and he up there? Thank you God. <laughs> you know, thank you God for the day. But that speech was good though. That prayer was awesome. That prayer was awesome. But I had to watch it twice. I was like, is that DMX? Yes. DMX came all the way through. And then I think um, Uncle Charlie was there. Charlie he was. Wilson. Charlie Wilson. Katie like, Perry was there last Charlie Sunday. Wilson in the, in the, on, on the, on the uh, pulpit. In the pulpit. In the pulpit. Of okay. the desert. You had Reverend DMX in the pulpit. Reverend DMX. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's a little cultish looking. It's a little cultish, but you know, 
I'm going to let it slide until proven otherwise. It's not going to be cultish to me. I mean, but I, so the other day I posted on Facebook and I was like, I want to attend one of Kanye's Sunday services. Don't judge me. I said what I said. And everyone, like, so a couple of my friends were like, what is wrong with you? I said, I am proud to say that I love Kanye. Okay. But see, I would be the one that would be in the background. I could see Kanye and his Sunday service over here. And I'd be like, God, I don't know. It's real over there. <laughs> let, me, you, let me get a little closer, okay? A little and closer? Me, and don't judge me, God, if this is cultish. I just want to see what's happening. <laughs> well, as long as he is not committing mass suicide and they're just singing a combination of Kanye's greatest hits and the greatest gospel we've heard, I'm fine. Singing all of Kirk Franklin's hits. <laughs> all of Kirk Franklin's hits with his choir in the background, with Kanye West orchestrating the choir and singing his hits. I'm like, like when I hear it, my heart skips a beat. Because I'd be like, oh, they sound good. Just, just good out here. But I'm not mad at it. So we're going to always support black people. Yeah. And I think that brings us to our main topic. Because we're always going to be black first. Pro-black. That doesn't that, that does not necessarily mean that we are anti-white. No, but, but I think it's about time that we all appreciate and push for our own. Yes, and I And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Because when there are people that are just, you know, they're pro-whatever, Hispanic, whatever it is, or pro-African. I mean, I can say I'm pro-African. Does that mean I'm pro-African-American? No. Say something, because I see you're... Your, oh, you know. I wish y'all could see how she is <laughs> cutting her eye at me when I make that statement that I could say I'm pro-African, because she swear I'm not African, but I am. I mean... I, I was born Are there. you... <laughs> I really am. Really, though? <laughs> I really am. Though? Really, yes. <laughs> I am. But, I mean, I feel like 2019, we've seen a lot of good things. In the, for today, we're going to talk about the good things that have been happening in media. Right. So, more like movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, in my opinion. Well, I, I, I watch a lot of TV. I do. I DVR a lot of stuff. <laughs> you do? Well, I do. Because when don't. I had your Comcast login, I was like, I was about to say, but that's how you discovered some good shit. I did. Okay, see? I'm just saying, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm no, agreeing okay. that you watch a lot of TV. I thought you were about to throw some shade over no. here because I'm about to throw it back at you. No. But, no shade. No, but like, I, I, I enjoy now finding stuff on TV that is predominantly black, whether it's the lead characters or just in general. But the good thing now is that a lot of black TV now is not ratchet. It is like, not. I feel like we have a good mix at this point of ratchet black people. And you can catch it on Bravo and VH1. Right. Those are your go-to Right, but options. we have a mix. We, you, can, you can have the ratchet TV, the ratchet reality, mm-hmm. and then you can have some real regular serious TV shows or some very educational TV shows right. or movies like the Kevin Hart movie. On Netflix. On yeah. Netflix. Like yeah. That was very educational. It was. But extremely entertaining right. to watch. But I think... You know, I think I'm glad that, well, not I think, I'm glad that Hollywood is given the chance for... Finally. Fi- finally. For like 50 years or a month of Sundays. It's just me like, we had to, black people had to prove themselves all these years. Like, we can make money too. We can bring people to the box office. It doesn't just have to be Tyler Perry and doing it in his Tyler Perry studios. Like, we can still have a predominantly black cast and bring in all the money. Example us get out um but i feel like we as black people had to 
support them too. We do. Like if we weren't going out watching the movies, then of course Hollywood would have been like, well, this isn't bringing any money. And I think- So why are we letting you do this? And that's probably what took so long for someone like Jordan Peele to be able to make the movies that he's making now. Granted, he's only made two, but those but two movies, movies have broken the box office in their yes. premiere weekend. And who are the predominantly people in that move? Those movies, black people, black people, and us. And they is, didn't die. I mean, no, they didn't. They did it. They, they did saved not each die. other. <laughs> they did not die. And I mean, like in us, you know, he really wanted to do a movie that was a thriller, but have a black family. I ain't never seen that. I'm used to seeing horror movies with, you know, all. Caucasians and white people with a sprinkle of the black person like that. that and the black um, person always does. And they die. They either running somewhere and they fall and they die. But you know, a movie is not. They didn't have a well. They weren't the leading role. Mm-hmm. What's his name? What is it? Blackbird with the with the blindfold. Oh, um. Oh Lord, was, with Sandra Bullock. Yes. So the black guy. He did. He, he died, died, but he lasted a long time. He did, and he died <laughs> saving them. Yeah. So I guess he died off on a good note. I mean, I guess you can say that, but at least he didn't die. Like he wasn't the first person to die. He was not the first one to die. <laughs> he was actually the last. It's one what to is die. it called? Black bo- bird box. Bird box. There you That's go. it. I was like, God dang it! I was like, Blackbird. But God, like, I mean, like shows such like like okay. So I enjoy the show Grownish. I right? like that show too. I like Grownish, but they, I mean, I, what I like about it is that. First of all, Gornish has like a nice array of characters, like main characters. You have a little bit of everything. You have the black girl, the black guy, the Hispanic, the white girl, the, you know. Yeah. And everyone has like a different background. So it's like the melting pot of what our society is eventually going to be, yeah. you know. And I feel like it portrays them in a very positive way that is realistic and it just makes me happy. It makes me happy to see black people winning. Like I, I don't and know. Even blackish seen... though. Blackish is that's kind of educational. That's a real family though. That's like a real black family. It is, <laughs> and it's very educational. What I like yeah. about blackish is that it incorporates a lot of harsh topics that they normally, in maybe five to ten years ago, wouldn't have even been thought of as yes. something that they would want to touch, and. The fact that we can sit down and watch these shows with like our kids or whatever and they can learn something and it's not a negative thing they take mm-hmm. away from it, it makes me excited. And another thing about Grownish, the episode where she failed out of school. Oh girl. I was like, that is like real, real life. life. When she was So when you see shows where they have like college kids, like you don't really they don't really see the struggle that happens. The partying the party how she was like popping the pills, trying to stay up. Like that's real. That's real. That's that's the I mean I'm not saying that I did that. But that's the college kids. Let me just be clear for all my listeners (laughs) and my job. I'm not saying I did that. Okay? But But that is what is happening though now. It may not have happened as much when we were in college. It definitely did. Now it definitely did at a black university. I wanna put my kids in the bubble. Huh? I want to put my kids in a bubble. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for them to, to to be put out into this world that is turning into. I don't know. I have to. You're gonna have to get ready because they're, they're gonna experience it. I know, but they're gonna learn about sex in school before they uh, before you even talk to them about it. Oh God, I'm not ready. You know how you never think that you're ready until you have kids and you be like, nah. You gonna be ready. She's your daughter's gonna come home and ask you, Mom. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, go to your father. Or your son is going to say, Mom. Nope. Nope. 
I don't even hear about it. Go down. (laughs) (laughs) I don't hear. What do I do? I I don't want to talk about that. That would be a good. We we need to we need to pin that because I feel like that would be a good topic because I don't know how I'm gonna handle that when that happens when my kids get to that stage. Let's pin that. Yeah. Let's put the pin in that because I, I want us to revisit okay. that topic as a topic. And maybe we can have a professional here to help de-escalate my anxiety that I'm already anticipating taking place. But have you ever seen the show This Is Us? Yeah. As we're talking about like positivity and seeing, you know, rooting for everyone black and seeing like great things and the potential that black casts or just black movies have, the show This Is Us is another show that I feel like it portrays the most positive, one of the most positive relationships within a black family. And it's, it demonstrates a blended family too. That too. With we will only focus on the, 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 black the black family. Well, I'm just saying because it's a lot of blended families, not necessarily it black is. and white families, right. but blended like the man could have his kids, the woman could have her kids, and now they're married and they have to blend their families. Like, that's a difficult thing. Or somebody like, getting adopted. I have a girlfriend who wrote a book about blending families. It's hard. Yes. But I like the the way it portrays it because like they, they have fun and stuff, but it, they also tackle a lot of serious stuff. But if you're not ready to cry every episode, I wouldn't recommend you watching that. But if you're in tune with your emotions and you are okay I mean, with that, it made me a little choked up here. Bitch, I cried every. I've cried every episode of This Is Us. Every episode. Oh Maybe I'm just an emotional person. You might be. I can't with you. But you know, I can't with you. <laughs> but another another person that's really winning, like as we continue with the whole, we're rooting for everyone black. Issa Rae was beautiful on the cover of. Ebony yes, magazine. Or yes, magazine. yes, yes. I saw that. I said, okay, give me Janet Jackson. And what about the little Justice? girl who has her own production company? Um, what is her name? I can never think How of her first name. Her last name is Martin. She's on Grownish. But it's I called, mean, but the production company is Genius Production. Oh, yeah? Like, how genius is that? She's For her to be what, the youngest producer or 14. person to have a production company? And her and another, um, Another young black girl are on the cover of Vogue and it's been trending all week because it's like it's showing the platform that we can raise kids that are minorities to be at the same level as their counterparts. And they can actually our kids can see it as they grow up. So they have something to aspire to. You know, 10, 15 years ago, we may not be able to have seen that in our lifetime. And the good thing about it now is that our kids can they they can see a distinctive difference between what they can be if they do this right or what they can be if they do that and not and it's no gray there is no gray but um so do you remember i know this is so weird do you okay so remember when tommy hilfiger first came out right oh everybody loves tommy hilfiger but did they everybody wanted that tea on their chest okay they did until tommy i think i had hilfiger. a jacket i think when it first came out i think i had a jacket with a tommy hilfiger <laughs> Until, like, it came out maybe, like, in the 2000s or maybe the late 90s about his racial comments yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and then nobody wanted to wear And then nobody wanted Tommy. They right. didn't want no tea anywhere. But now he's coming back because Zendaya has a collection with him. But the reason why everyone is excited is because she was the she's the first one that had a full fashion show. I think it was in, during Paris Fashion Week where she had 59 models all black. And it was a Tommy figure? All uh, black. But it was they were wearing Tommy? Well, it's her collection under the Tommy Hilfiger brand. But do you not find that a little bit ironic? 
Because you have all of the other luxury brands doing all this, doing all this racial stuff. And then now Tommy's like, oop, let me do something for the black people so I can get all their business. Well, yeah, but I think based on the article, because they interviewed Zendaya about how she even decided to do the collection with him. She First of all, that check probably was right. Just saying. Yeah, but she's making money. She's on Marvel movies, so she's bringing yeah. in the money. Yeah. Um, but she was just saying the only way she was going to be able to do it is if she had total control of everything, including the fashion show itself. But Tommy don't care about that. He's still getting the money. He's still getting. He the, he's still getting that black boat you that right. was that the, the other black people, the other luxury lines aren't, aren't getting anymore. But at the same time, though, she's allowing a pavement, a, a, a road to be paved True. so that it can allow other people that are coming in, especially with these high-end brands, they can say, you know what, we don't have to wear your Gucci. We can go to this brand that's accepting of us or they have added this but person. But is he accepting of us? Well, I can't speak about Tommy Hilfiger. I don't know that. I'm saying, is he, though? I don't know. But I know or does he have the mindset of, oh, these black people got money. Why not take their money? Right. But I Maybe can't Maybe I forgot about how I felt years ago. <laughs> I can appreciate seeing like Grace Jones, Beverly Johnson yeah. all on the runway. Like it was amazing to see all these different skin tones of black women mm-hmm. modeling these clothes. And it was all black. Yeah. Like there was no, oh, we're going to, you know, sprinkle a little thin person here. It was just like all shapes, all sizes, all black complexions. And I just thought it was amazing to see because I feel like we don't get a lot of that because all we see that down the runway for the most part is like skinny, fair, white people. Yeah. And that's not the reality we live in. No. <laughs> so <laughs> in all. 2019, as we like said in the last episode about like how we, I was rooting, well, we were both rooting for all things black at the Oscars. It still continues. It continues. And we will showcase one of them at any point whatsoever. But to piggyback on um, Jordan Peele, you know, with the success of us, they had interviewed him and he was like, "Mm, I don't think I'm ever going to really cast a white person at the lead of my movies. He's like, I just don't feel like it's necessary. And I'm not mad at it. Like, I like how he's like deprioritizing white actors. Mm hmm. Like, I, I like that. And I mean, not saying that he's against white people because he's not. It's just that. But he's just. There are own. a number of black people that he could choose to be in his movies. A plethora. Right. There's like tons of them that are new talent waiting to be discovered every day. But um, he. Some people are trying to take his black card because he's married to a white woman. But I'm like, does that. That's another topic we're going to have to touch I on. I mean, that's. <sighs> That, well, let's pin that, too, because yeah, I feel it. like that's something we're going to have to talk about. <laughs> but I just don't think that should just that should go along with him trying to do something positive because he's still seen as a black man, no matter what. I mean, he likes skin, but I mean, that don't mean that he ain't black because he likes. But him. I'm just saying, no, because some people <laughs> might look at him and be like, oh, you're not black. But he still is looked at as a black man. So his priority is to ensure that they see that and he shows that he respects that and that is his focus. But people yeah. try to dismiss it because he's married to a white girl. So, But who, somebody else was doing that. It was somebody else that was just so pro-black and he found they had a, their spouse was white. Um, who was that? Oh, I can't think of who it is. I know who you're talking about because people were like conning him about it. But I'm like, that still doesn't matter. He still looks in the mirror and he's still black. Why can't he still be pro-black? We're going to have to talk about that. I mean, I... 
Because there are plenty of people that are married to that are married to other black people, but that doesn't mean they're any more black. I mean, I know, but how can you like fight for black people, fight for black rights, and then you go home and you got a white spouse? I feel like that's a whole other show. I mean, that's like Serena Williams. She dated all these black men. No one wanted to put a ring on her finger, so she decided to outside of her box. But she's and... not out here marching and stuff like that for the black people. Yeah, but she's she. People still try to say, "Oh, she should have married a black guy." She gave him a chance. It didn't work in her favor. She gave plenty of them a chance. Drake, I think common. This, this is a different show. It is. It's Sorry, show. we just this I, is different. Let's just we're gonna pin all of this. It's gonna get pinned. But for 2019, we're gonna continue to make sure we're pro black because and watch the shows that are out. Go watch the movies that are out because that's the only way Hollywood is gonna understand we can bring in the same money. We all make the same money. Don't green. watch it on a fire stick, okay? Don't go to the barber shop and, and get, get the bootlegs. Get the bootlegs. Go Mainly to the, the fire stick because nobody's, <laughs> nobody's going to the barber shop anymore for real for the bootlegs. Look, they go to the barber shop to get the fire stick um, converted. Broke, uh, jail, jail broken. Mm-hmm. That's what they go to the barbershop for Because it's always somebody in there be like Oh I well, can, can jailbreak you your fire stick <laughs> Okay I ain't got no more CDs to give you But DVDs but, to give you But right. I can break your fire stick right. Okay You right So I mean Don't Let's not do that At least Go see it once <laughs> And then if you decide You know You know what I gave them my money one time And now I'm gonna watch it on the fire stick I ain't gonna judge I'm not gonna At least mad. pay for it one time At least opening weekend <laughs> Go Cause that's really what matters is the opening weekends, like sprinkling it. But that's it for today. Hopefully, next episode we'll have a guest. We have been talking to a couple of people, so we cannot wait to see what that comes to fruition. Right. So as we always like to say, we have our we're gonna sprinkle our chocolate blessings mm. on everyone and for your week, child. For your week coming it. up, and we out this beach. Bye. Oh.